You are now listening to the Hunter's Advantage Podcast. Christian Babcock, the host of the Hunter's Advantage podcast. And what we do on the podcast is we talk to disruptive companies in the outdoor industry, talk about innovative hunting solutions that are changing the landscape, as well as offer you tips and strategy for more successful hunts. All in all, I just want to help you become a better hunter by providing you with high quality knowledge and information that you can trust. Stay tuned. Speak on the podcast. I'm joined by Matt Garris, uh, the owner of Out on a Limb Manufacturing. Uh, why don't you just start off by introducing yourself and just telling us a little bit about Out on a Limb? Okay. My name is Matt Garris. I own Out on a Limb Manufacturing in Enid, Oklahoma. Uh, we started out building uh, portable tire blinds. Now we've gone into tree stands. We've got four models of tree stands, five models of camera arms and build a lot of other accessories, bag target holders for range targets and backyard targets, bow holders, pretty much you name it, we can build it. We just take ideas mainly from ourselves, but if say if you've got a, something that you think that the market needs, hit me up about it and we'll probably accommodate it. Stuff we build out of aluminum, so we got lightweight. Uh, we do do some steel, but we've kind of transitioned into 98% aluminum probably. So what did you, what was uh, the gap that you were seeing from people? Like, what what did you see that you're like, hey, I see this tree stand, I see this camera arm, and I think I could do it better in this way? Well, the main thing, it started out with the TS1, <clears throat> which is a tree stand will go on virtually any angle of tree. Mm-hmm. I got a lease over around Ringwood, Oklahoma, right at five years ago. Went out on a Sunday to hang stands. We could not find one tree to put a stand in, other than a cedar tree, which was 90 yards off the trail. So I came back to the shop, uh, told the buddy I was with that I'm gonna build something. Well, had a dream that night, as all, all my products usually stem from dreams. Woke up the next day, built a rough prototype, found someone to uh, plasma cut some aluminum, which doesn't work real good, but it, it made our rough prototype. From there, we went, found laser people in Tulsa and had everything laser cut and their top shelf looked store-bought. So what could you tell us about the camera arm because this is I, I got to check it out today um, touring your place and it definitely looks like something um, that is going to help a lot of people and I would just preface that and context it a little bit by from being someone that has used a camera arm that uh, limits you to one side it it um, this one is definitely unique. Yeah. Our camera arm is a 0360. Our newest model is a 0360E, which is Econo. When we first came out, it was an all hydraulic arm. It's an $800 camera arm. We had a tough time selling them. So we came back to the drawing board. I did one more friction based. Works every bit as well as the, the original arm did, but this one's lighter, smoother, will accommodate I have not been able to weight it down. I've had FS7s on it, fully loaded with mics and everything. Mm-hmm. But it's an overhead arm that allows you to work off either side of your body. You can still shoot your bow from either side of your body. Self-filming works as well for cameramen as well. But it just gives you the versatility. You won't miss the shot and you won't miss the footage. And that's the thing with the sidearm is that's what you miss. You either don't get the shot or you don't get the footage, depending on what you want. 
Mm -hmm. Have you got to use this in your own hunting experience? Oh yeah, I've used it for three years now. We've had them on the market a little over two. We've roughly got 100 to 150 arms out on the market right now, mm -hmm. but nothing's really been, we haven't got feedback yet because of the fact that last year was the first year in the field with actual cameramen. Mm -hmm. So looking at your stands and stuff, I can definitely see that they're real they're well built and thought out and quality products so what could what would you say the difference is um, um, in that comparative to maybe you know someone that's making them cheap um, just trying to get them out the door and yeah. doing them overseas yeah your biggest thing is the overseas you go overseas you can yes you can make them way cheaper we have fiddled overseas a little bit I've had a couple hundred stands built mm -hmm. we can get the quality with the people we use but with our, my design, it's higher priced than a lot of stands. We retail it at a three eighty nine. Mm -hmm. Can get them down for sale for two ninety nine, but we don't make a dime on them when we do that. When we're at trade shows and stuff, we're just trying to get our name out there. But they're rated up there, you know, price wise with the big boys, and we're we just don't have our name out there yet. But we're gaining traction. We're we're beginning to be a household name nowadays. Mm -hmm. So when did this when did this start for you? When did you decide, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this full time because I think this is something I would I would really enjoy day to day. I started the TS1 five years ago. November is when it concepted, and uh, we put it for sale January five years ago this year. Uh, done. Couldn't make a living with it in the beginning. Mm -hmm. As a you know a three three man team, we could make a living right now if I didn't have all my other things going on. I right. have a lot of other businesses that we deal with right now. What does it look like going um, out on the road for these trade shows, and how? What's what's kind of been the customer feedback that you've got from people? I can honestly tell you, we have had zero negativity. I have had one stand returned, and that was because the guy did not feel comfortable because of the size. It was our little ambush. It's thirteen and a half by twenty-one platform. It's mm -hmm. it's not a dancing platform. It's, yeah. it's a sit up there and, and hunt platform. Uh, but <clears throat> you know, the newest stuff out is the saddle hunting, which I work a lot with Wild Edge Inc and uh, broadside camo some of the other guys out there and we just kind of collaborated as a little team and uh, really getting the name out there nowadays mm -hmm. so you talked a, a lot about um, saddle hunting being a really adv advantageous if you're out hunting public land so maybe you could explain to someone that's listening that is a public land hunter why they might want to ditch their climber and pick up one of these uh, these saddle stands. It's all weight. I mean, right now the new saddles you got Kestrel, uh, Kite, Tethered has Manus. There's a couple other out there I think that's coming up. But your whole system, everything you're looking at 10 pounds. Your climbing system, your stand, and then all you're carrying is your bow and your backpack. Mm -hmm. You can wear the saddle, so therefore you get there. You already set up you can get climbing systems of less than a pound per step and get you 20 feet with five steps. So you got a, less than five pounds to get you 20 feet in the air. Mm -hmm. And that's where, you know, I don't public land hunt personally. Yeah. So I got all presets, but I'm even, just for moving around my lease, it's just so simple. And mm -hmm. you can actually shoot 360 degrees. It's gonna take some practice. It's not something you just jump up in a tree and do. Mm -hmm. I've been noticing that. I bought my first saddle at a trade show in Iowa this year. Have only had it in demo situations at shows, but I'm fixing to get out and try it myself. 
Mm-hmm. So could you explain to someone, since this is purely audio, how you how you actually hunt out of the saddle, what that looks like? What you're doing, you're basically, it's a hammock for your butt. Mm-hmm. You, you got a tether that goes from your waist to about your forehead level, and you have a foot platform. So your feet are, are sitting solid, and all your weights, or 90% of your weights in the, in the saddle. Mm-hmm. You can spin with your hips, shoot behind you. I mean, literally 360 degrees. Another thing that's nice about it is you're always at an angle, so you're a branch is what you are in the, to a deer's eyes. Mm-hmm. Even if you move, they look, you're still, you just look like a tree branch. Yeah, and that'd be, that would be different because normally you're sitting, you know, parallel to the tree, yeah. and if you move, it does probably doesn't look too natural. From my experience, deer see square objects. I mean, mm-hmm. straight lines, they see that. If, it's, if it blends in with the train, they don't see it. But if you got a, a ladder stand, I don't know how many times I've been sitting in a ladder stand. Deer will stop, look at that ladder, and look up at you. Mm-hmm. I mean, because they're just following a straight line. Right. Or when you're up there in a saddle, you you are the tree. Mm-hmm. So you talk. So what are your what are your favorite species to hunt? What do you what do you like hunting with? What's that look uh, like to you? Probably ninety percent of mine's whitetail. Mm-hmm. The, uh, my only other sport is usually hand fishing. I do a lot of noodling. Haven't even been in the turkey woods this year. Really? So what does it look like? Do you like bow hunting? Do you like rifle hunting? Hundred percent bow hunting. Right. I haven't touched a rifle in probably ten years. Oh wow, yep. that's that's awesome. So how is how is using your products allowed you? You talked a little bit about the cedar tree. Maybe you could elaborate on that a little bit on how how they've allowed you to get out there and maybe hunt some places that you wouldn't normally. With the TS1, designed it mainly for Oklahoma. I hunt trails. Anytime I can find a trail where we got say a four trail convergence, mm-hmm. I can be as close as I want to be as long as there's trees in the air, which everywhere we hunt there's trees yeah but if it's a straight cedar tree it might be 90 yards off the trail and you just got to take a chance on the deer luring the deer towards you for a shot so i find a trail look up and i set up it's us all there is to it mm-hmm. so what's what's one of the most memorable hunts that you've had which one uh, resonates first in your mind with you i don't know probably coat rack the one i got on the wall in there uh hunted him for 45 days straight I had hundreds of trail cam pictures. I never saw him in the daylight till the night I shot him. Is that the the big the 160 yep. inch one in there? Yep. He uh, I saw him on the hoof one time. That's the night I shot him, December 28th at 5:30. Was that this last year? That was t- three years ago now. Three. So the last years one ago. I got is a narrow frame. Mm-hmm. I just bought, shot him. He had a lot of character, and a lot of mass. Yeah. No, that's an awesome buck too. So what what kind of bow are you shooting? I shoot Obsession. I am an Obsession dealer. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I'm one of the only obsession dealers left in Oklahoma. Yeah. But in my opinion, you, I've shot a lot of bows. I'm 52 years old and been bow hunting majority of my life. I shot Matthews. is the only thing I shot for up until five years ago. Mm-hmm. Went to a trade show when we introduced the TS1. A guy let me shoot a Obsession Evolution. Mm-hmm. I haven't looked back since. I, I, I was so impressed with it, I came home and called Obsession was the first dealer in Oklahoma. And uh, my first bow, I found a used sniper. Uh, loved it, but being a dealer, I thought I I needed to shoot the newest bow. So I, yeah. I bought a Nightmare in 2015. Nightmare GT is 29 inch axle axle. Mm-hmm. Beautiful bow, but it had a six inch brace sight, which it was good up to 50 yards. But over that, I just I wasn't comfortable. Yeah, I could still shoot it, but I wasn't comfortable. So I went back in 16, I bought a sniper, 
And I've actually Robin Hood arrow at 60 yards with a sniper. Oh, wow. I can group eight inches at 100 yards all day long. That's awesome. Are you shooting a single pin sight? Yeah, I shoot an adjustable single pin. Which, what, what brand? All right, now I am shooting a HHA. I have been shooting a Tommy Hog, but HHA is probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Me. I had a, I had, well, I guess my friend now, uh, Scott Bach, and he's the sales and marketing director at HHA. Oh, yeah. I talked to him on the podcast, and I was like, man, I really want to shoot one of you guys' single pins. And he was like, well, they're the brightest. He's like, you know, we guarantee them. He's like, you let me know which one you want, and he sent me home with one. And yeah. I've been shooting Optimizer Tetra now, and I... I really like it. I'm excited to be able to shoot a, a single pin. I, I hunted antelope out in western Oklahoma, out by Boise City. You like that, then? Yeah, and it was out at 80 yards. I only had four pins, and I was like, well, there they go. Yeah. And and they ran off. So what have, being in, in Enid, uh, I don't know from a national scale if a lot of people know where Enid are, except for the Air Force Base, right? Right. Right, we got the Air Force Base, uh, a lot of agriculture, small town. I'm from Vanita, so I understand all that stuff. Yeah. Um, what's what's been one of some of the challenges of being a, you know, more of a, a local company and trying to break into a space where there's a lot of, lot of competition. Yeah, we do. Here in Enid, I mean, it's just not known for outdoor sports. You got Bills, and they're, I mean, they've been there forever. Mm-hmm. So everyone knows where Bills is at. No one knows where Out on Limbs at. Right. I mean, I've got a sign up front. We don't advertise. Everything's word of mouth. I've got a website, uh, outonlimmfg.com, and we go to trade shows. And that's really all we do. And we just, I'm not educated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was lucky to get out of high school. I went to school one hour a week my senior year. <laughs> Didn't go to college. Uh, just worked all my life. Mm-hmm. You know, I've I've owned, been self-employed. I think in my 52 years of living, I've worked for someone for six years other than myself. Mm-hmm. And. I've got a sandblasting company, I've got rental properties, I've got the tree stand store, and then I grow industrial hemp as well. Hmm. So what a, what would, what did it look like? What what prepared you for, for this experience? You know, you were you obviously had to have learned a lot of skills to be able to pick this up and just start making them. Just been hands-on all my life. I mean, I went to, I had FFA when I was in high school, learned how mm-hmm. to stick weld. But as far as MIG welding, aluminum welding, I've just picked it all up. Uh, just, I guess it's just me. I got an act for building things. Mm-hmm. So you talked about your most of your products come to come to you in the form of dreams. How, how has that been true for most of them? Every product of any value that I've ever built has came from a dream. What is it when you go to these trade shows? What a what does a typical typical day at a trade show look like? And is it shaking a lot of hands? Is it just talking to a lot of people? Mm-hmm. We uh, we don't do very many local shows at all i've yeah. been to oklahoma city twice but i mean birmingham iowa nashville uh louisville indianapolis i mean those are our normal trade we just got back from wisconsin 12 hour mm-hmm. drive just seems like all of our dr- drives average 10 to 12 hours mm-hmm. it's where we started i would like to move west some especially now that we're into saddle hunting yeah i didn't realize it like uh arrow hunter uh, the kestrel and the kite is made in Oregon. Mm-hmm. I just found that out just the other day. Uh, so there's got to be a lot of saddle hunting. They're arborists by trade, saddle hunting. But so it's got to be big there, in my right. opinion. I just I've never ventured that direction. Mm-hmm. I used to go to the shot show in Vegas back when I had the trailer tower, but that was just because shot show is what you heard of. Now 
everything we hear, ATA, the ATA, you know, yep. the Archery Trade Association, that seems to be the big, but I'm 100% archery, so kind of what got me in that. Shot shows more gun-related. Yeah, oh, is it really? Yeah. Okay, so... It's way, I, t- way tactical. Yeah, so I know a lot of people, or, you know, a lot of people around here would be using uh, this stuff for, for whitetail, but what, I mean, what other species do you think this could these things could uh, benefit you? Uh Saddle hunting, I would say elk hunting, because mm-hmm. you can get a vantage point. Most right. people hunt elk from the ground, and there's mm-hmm. really, to me, I, I've not elk hunted a bunch, but what I have been, they trail just like, I mean, they have, they're habitual just like a whitetail. Yeah. You know, so they're going to they're gonna frequent the water holes, they're going to frequent food sources, you know, so you might as well have a vantage point and see them, because their vision is, I was elk hunting one year. And I guarantee you, it was three football fields away when I saw this cow coming. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting dead still, camouflaged underneath a tree. And when she got to 100 yards, she knew I was there. Mm-hmm. She came within 50 in turn, but I mean, she knew at 100 yards something wasn't right. Right in the woods. Yeah, something that I've learned. I was listening to a, a podcast one day, and they were talking about whitetail vision. And they don't have so they have incredible vertical vision. Like they can see uh, almost like a holistic picture, you know. They look at it, you know. When us we look here, we can barely see over here. Right. And they can see 340 degrees around right. their head. So getting up, getting up and off the ground, and like you said, being on a, you know, out on a limb yeah. uh, per se is. I mean, I think that's pretty advantageous when they look up and there, you know, you look like something, you know, out of their environment. Yeah, that's. I mean. We literally get you out on a limb. I've got the only tree stand I know of in the world that you can put on a horizontal limb. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a, several tree stands that can go angled. Yeah. But to go horizontal is a, I mean, I can put a 300-pound guy on a horizontal limb. And no problem. No problem. Because you got to watch your trees. Yeah. You, know, you want a 9-inch or better tree for a big guy. but Yeah. I just think of, <clears throat> I think of me and gosh getting in a climber sometimes it can be it can be hell to get out there and find the right tree well here i mean in northwest oklahoma i don't know that you could use a climber i mm-hmm. don't i don't have a tree on any of my pl- unless you cut all the limbs off a of cedar that yeah or right away on the telephone pole mm-hmm. you couldn't use a climber unless you set it like a lock on yeah and they're man hunting public and stuff it's like like you said when you're on four or five trails that you know you know you know where you want to be yeah and when you're out there and you're like well I mean, they're going to have to cut 35 limbs or set 40 yards off this trail back in this thicket. I mean, I could just, I could see so many use cases of just how how these tree scans could, you know, change that for a lot of people. Yeah, because there's a lot of people that will shoot 60, 70 yards. Me, I don't, I don't want to shoot an animal over 30, mm-hmm. personally. Right. So, you guys, is that how you move most of your product is going to, to trade shows yeah. and then? Trade shows and, and word of mouth. I mean, mm-hmm. If I talk to somebody like we're talking here, you'd never seen a TS1, and I take take you out back and set you in a tree. You'll mm-hmm. own one. You'll mm-hmm. find a way to own one. I guarantee you. Right. They're that comfortable and that versatile. Mm-hmm. I've never not sold one that I didn't show in person. Mm-hmm. Very few, if if any. Right. You know, in the woods. Now at a trade show, it's different. It's it's hard to show. You can't set up in a trade show like you can in the woods. Exactly. I used to take this real tree that's in, in my showroom, mm-hmm. but it's 1,500 pounds, you know, and we got tired of looking that thing around. Yeah. No, now I, now I, we use all aluminum uh, or like one our, our uh, display last year was all cardboard. 
Mm -hmm. We made trees out of sauna tubes and insulation, spray insulation. Mm -hmm. Made a big, big display. That's awesome. But you can't get in it. Yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> what's a what's next for you guys? For someone that's listening that has seen what you guys have now and you know wants to wants to get a little bit of insight, what's next? Well, the saddle industry is where we're kind of got our focus right now. That and cameras. I've got two new products coming out that no one's seen. A couple people have seen in person. You saw the little camera arm. Mm -hmm. We're going to introduce a camera arm that's it's going to be under two and a half pounds. I'm shooting for two pounds. Yeah. For the whole tree mount and all. Mm -hmm. And it'll handle any of the newer cameras that are lighter. Not mm -hmm. your big FS7s. We got you know the zero three six will handle those no problem. But this is this is we're going to kind of chase saddle hunting for a little bit. I've got a new platform coming out. I'm not going to divulge you on what it is because there's not many platforms out there for saddle hunters. Yeah. There's us and one other as far as a platform. We designed the perch for Wild Edge, which they just introduced it last week. Mm -hmm. And they already sold like 270 of those in the first two days of sales. That's incredible. So, <clears throat> what was I going to... I had something else I was going to say about that. Um... Anyways, I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, I forget what I say daily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you guys got you guys got a really cool... Uh, oh, that's what I was going to say. I was going to ask you about this. That's the new... How I'm going to cut the new little camera. Mm -hmm. The first one was just kind of a thrown-together prototype, but that's how it's actually going to be. Right. Other than no welds on it. So what is it... Uh, how big of a camera can you put on a little little arm like that, weight-wise? I'm gonna say five pounds. Okay. I mean, your any of your Sony. I I run an F or a, I can't even remember what it is now. AX100 Sony is what okay. I run. It's a little 4K camera. Yeah. Uh, but any of the most all your saddle hunters use the little Canons, the little bitty jobs. Yeah. But I wouldn't be afraid to put it my AX100 on this. Mm-hmm. Now I know that just I've had some supposedly pretty uh pretty expensive camera arms in the past and i've i've sat there with my fluid head and i've watched it just seep oh, yeah. seep the entire time and just to have something that that would hold that up would create so much yeah so that's, much more ease of access that's the beauty of the zero 360 yeah everything's inverted so you don't have to worry about weight mm -hmm. it'll it'll hold it it's just yeah you, you take you take that weight out of the picture when you use the zero 360 no i i definitely agree because there's nothing there's nothing like you're you're in full draw on a deer and you see your camera pointing yep. right down to the grass yep. that'd be a bad day and I've, I've definitely had that happen before as where if someone wants to, to pick up a tree stand where where would the, be the best place to do that best place is on our website which is out on a limb mfg.com awesome what about socials where could they keep up with you for product uh, updates stuff like that we have a page on Facebook out on a limb mfg LLC same with Instagram. Hey guys, appreciate the listen to the podcast. It would mean the world to me if you guys would check out outonalimmfg.com. That's outonalimmfg.com. They're offering some of the most innovative hunting stands in the entire industry. The first and only stand of my knowledge that it can actually fit on a horizontal limb and, and fit up to a 300 pound man. I really enjoyed my conversation with Matt Garris and it would mean the world to me if you guys would go check out his website. If you guys are looking to support a local business, a local tree stand manufacturer out on a limb, it's just a great 
um, company to support their family owned. They're a really small operation, but they truly do produce some of the best products um, in the industry. If you guys want to stop by their location, they're based out of Enid, Oklahoma. Um, pick up a camera arm or a stand. I promise you, you're not going to regret it.